0: I'm Little Possum. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise
1: Broadcasting Network.
2: And other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com, great way to listen, good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top it has a a small letter F which is white with a a circle of blue behind it that's Facebook that will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page for my personal page while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232 Pat Rutherford 1232 There was a time that I was overwhelmed. Let's see, this must have been... When was this? 1978, I think. Trying to put everything in perspective. Um, We lived in Ronert Park, California. Which is just below uh, below Santa Rosa, I was an associate pastor at uh, a church there, and it it just seemed like, well when Claudia and I were in college I, I've told this many times before, but um, I just happened to think of it again today. Um Claudia in in college, Claudia got me a a poster that um it was a whole crate of oranges and in, in California that was a big thing. I mean, you had uh you had oranges everywhere. In, in California, in a housing community, uh, one of the places we lived in, in Loma Linda, California, you you had houses, 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 and then you'd have a, a an orchard, and then more houses, more houses, a little orchard there of of oranges, and they just beautiful little things, but straggly trees. Um, I haven't seen many fruit trees that are just beautiful, sprawling trees. It's it's like they're, they're gnarly trees. They, they've gone through years of producing fruit and it's like they're gnarly, but they're sturdy. Um, oranges, 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 oranges in the Central Valley of California. Just orchard after orchard after orchard of oranges. Some of the most wonderful oranges outside of Florida uh, that you can get. Of course, the best oranges I've ever had were uh, from Jericho. Uh, land flowing with milk and honey. But I, I remember pulling up to our house. We were renting a house there in Roanoke Park. And it, it just, the way things had, had settled and come down and I'd, I was, uh, this poster that Claudia got me, it, it just said the way it was. Creative of oranges and one apple in the midst of them. Little did I know that I would, through my life, remember that poster. And another one she got, um, it was a, a young kitten that had gone out on the edge of a limb of a tree. And you know how kittens are, they're, they're not real stable yet. So it has fallen and it was hanging on by like one claw to the tree, to the to this branch, way out on the edge of the branch. And the, the caption at the bottom said, hang in there, baby. The um, this new program that that is on the chosen Claudia and I love that that broadcast. I wish I had the money to fund the whole thing for them, and they don't have to worry about it, and just go into full production all the time. But they are listener, watcher, supported. And I was so proud of them when they did that. One of their logos is a whole bunch of fish swimming in one direction. And it, it, it's in a circle on, on the shirt. And you have like 12 fish that are turned around the other way swimming against every other fish that is swimming in the one direction. I saw that I'm like, yep. The fact that I didn't quite see things the same way as the pastors that I worked with the president of the certain conference, we were called the Northern California Conference of the church, and I was called in two or three times to meet with the president of the conference, which, <laughs> that was a big deal. Um. You know, just always criticizing, criticizing, criticizing for what, what I had done. And I, I know it's their organization and, and I should toe the line, but I just, it's the same way they had done things for years and years and years and years and, years and they weren't making any progress. I mean, they they like to lie to themselves and think that they were making progress, but the kids in the church were leaving in droves, and it didn't do anything for me either. And here I was an associate pastor, and I honestly, for the church, it was the Seventh-day Adventist church, you know, Claudia and I were fourth generation of that denomination great grandparents and great great grandparents um sometimes i i wonder why claudia stayed with me i just always i like ford the, the commercial long ago um, got a better idea any of you remember that commercial ford has a better idea <clears throat> I always seemed to think I had a better idea. And it just seemed to always bring me criticism, pain from church members, Uh, not all of them, but uh, you know, church members and the hierarchy, including the a pastor of the church so I was moved around a bit. Pulled up to the house and I'm not a crier but I, with Claudia in the car, sat there and just the tears flowed. And I said, Claudia, we don't have any friends. Nobody that we can you know, just be ourselves. With that, if we are ourselves, we're not criticized. We feel felt like we were in a crucible, and everybody was going to look at that. Look! Oh my goodness! Look at that! Oh, geez! Oh, oh, man! Look! Oh, oh, they ought to do it this way. They ought to do it that way. And several months later, I ended up. Putting in my letter of resignation, I just, I I couldn't take it anymore. That was it. I saw where I was at such a point. Why go on? And now, looking back and, and looking at where we are now, we have, Claudia and I have friends all over the world. Most of you, I, we, Claudia and I have never met. But you're our friends. You drop a note every once in a while, and, and believe me, that is really appreciated. Now we rarely and I mean rarely get a note of criticism. You love this music as much as we do. You are ministered to by this music during some of the deepest, darkest times. This music lifts us up and we know that we are here together. None of us can say that we don't have friends anymore we're just a group of uh, rebels or mavericks we have a different way of looking at things and and um, that's okay i was um, Recently, Steve Schultz and I, Steve Schultz and Doreen Schultz, who head up the Elijah List and Elijah Streams, um, <clears throat> they've been friends, uh, it was about four years after that point, maybe three years, two or three years after that point that Claudia and I had pulled up to our house in Rohnert Park that God brought Steve and Doreen into our lives and, and we've been, our lives have been intertwined like on the, any of you remember the old Dixie Cup where around the top of it on the side it had a green line <clears throat> Or a couple of green lines. And they were just like, oh, how do I describe it? I want to say a wave sign, but some of you don't know what a wave sign is. Um, but the lines up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, all the way around the cup. And then it had another line up, down, up, down, up, down, that intersected that line all the way around. And that's how Doreen and Steve and, and Claudia and I have been our lives. We were at the, the same meetings, Friday night meetings, that um, in the home, the Bible study in different homes. Uh, it was a little group of us that got together, and we had a, a leader that was, um, he was with Campus Crusade for Christ, and um, Lauren and Jane Littlestrand. let out in the Bible studies. And it was about the same time that Steve and Doreen and Claudia and me went (gasps) I never knew that. That the Bible opened up, I mean just miraculously it was about that time that Claudia was healed of terrible debilitating arthritis you, you would have had to have seen her It—it it, it was to this day she has not had arthritis but it was debilitating I've described before how she used to shuffle across the floor how she couldn't hold a gallon of milk without putting her hand underneath it and take it over to the counter real quick Uh, Had a hard time pouring orange juice for the kids couldn't brush the girl's hair Because it hurts so bad that brush in her hand her her fingers were turning out Because of the arthritis and you could see it puffing up around the knuckles in in her hand. She was 29 or 30 and had had it for a while and the prognosis was terrible. They wanted, uh, the the doctor wanted to, uh, I guess one of the treatments was to inject, I can't imagine this, but that that's what he wanted to do, inject gold around the knuckles and some of the joints in her body because that was supposed to relieve the pain in there. I, I don't know how, but... That was the treatment, and he was a well-known doctor in in this area of, of study. And then all of a sudden, one night, boom, healed. As we stood around her or kneeled around her, and laid our hands on her we didn't know what we were doing we had no idea Lauren had just said you know I that's not the way I was brought up and I I've never done this before but let's just let's just do what the bible says let's just do it and they were as shocked Lauren and Jane as we were boom healed instantly This same God works today. Claudia and I are not unique. Which, if you knew my life, you you'd know the struggles. When am I going to just rest? You know, that uh, kids—that's why I'm here. I mean, I I'm. trying to rest in this music and I'm just like you are I haven't arrived and I don't pretend that I've told you before I'm just going to be me in front of you Steve and I have been talking about some things that are supposed to take place And I would have to describe what it was to you. You would think I was absolutely nuts. But Steve and I have been talking about it, and and, you know, you look behind the scenes and all, you think, well, maybe, I don't know, It, it, it could. But to other people, it looks like we have tin hats on, you know, (laughs) and we're hearing from outer space, and we're, and sometimes my eyes get off of where it should be, and I wrote Steve, and I, I said, Steve, this, this just, this, if this happens, then this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. And it looks like that it's been contrived by people to make fun of the group of us that see things this way. And I said, Steve, it, it, it just... I wrote him the other night. And last night, God talked to me. You you know when you know when you know when you know. I mean you I, I didn't hear a voice, but I heard it in my heart. Pat, that's where I work. In the midst of the impossible. So that when it happens I am glorified and not man oh yeah God so I wrote Steve and I said Steve just disregard everything I wrote you I said God just reminded me that's where he works in the midst of impossibilities I I look at my life and what I've accomplished and not accomplished, and, and it's it's not me. It's it's I, I look back through my life and I go, it, it's just to get where I am today, to be here with you today. And I'm looking at the meters going back and forth as I talk, and I look at the equipment. I've got like 14 computers in here with me that are each have their own little function that it's doing to get this broadcast to you and this isn't me I'm here because God did it I didn't ask for it but God said you and I I look at that sometimes and I say God I really screwed up Here I am, 71 years old, and I've messed up most of my life, swimming against the stream, the apple in the midst of oranges, and it just seems like I am stuck, and I'm not making any progress. And here I am at the end of my life instead of in my mid 20s or early 30s God I've messed up and now here at the end what have I done for you I don't have any more time not like I would have had if it was 25 or 30 And I just hear in my heart, that's the least of my worries, Pat. I can make the end much more glorious than the beginning. Pat, I, I work in the area of the impossible. So I was listening to some music as I prepared to go on the the air today and the music that was playing was music that when Claudia and I were leaving the Seventh-day Adventist Church And it wasn't because we didn't have any friends that we left. The, I, I told you about the Bible studies we'd go to. Our eyes. It had to be the Holy Spirit. Had to be showing us things. I'd never seen that. I didn't know that. I've read that over and over and over. And I didn't know Jesus before. I knew his name. There was a pastor, but I, I didn't know Jesus there he is showing us different things and he became alive to us and the music that we were listening to about that time was Maranatha and uh, and I had been on several different radio stations across the United States as Claudia and I traveled in our traveling. Um, But this music was special. This music touched our hearts like no other music has. And it still does. And when I hear it, all kinds of memories flood back to me and god points out that i've been with you every step of your life and i'm not leaving now and if i had to say of all the music that i play on the air I would say the songs of the Vineyard have to be number one. They have been so instrumental in our life. Look, of course, Keith Green, but I'm talking about groups of music. This is one of my favorites right here. You are my place. I work in the area of the impossible. That's what God reminded me. My place. And so he does. Remember that.
1: Jesus, You are my shepherd You lead me by quiet waters Restoring my soul Making me whole Jesus, You are my Savior You came and rescued me Cutting my chains Setting me free Now I'm learning to rest I am learning to rest in you I am learning to rest I am learning to rest Jesus, you are my peace giver And you calm the fears in my mind Taking my hand And pulling me close Jesus, you are my healer And you're not afraid of my shame Touching my wounds Washing me clean Now I'm learning learning to rest I am learning to rest in You I am learning to rest I am learning I am learning to rest, I am learning to rest.
3: Oh, break us open Oh we sit at your feet Oh Lord It's so oh long Let it come Don't resist it Just let it come All well, at this place we fill the perfume of the broken broken. Our cry this night, Lord. Would you let us know? Would you let us know that place of limits, Lord? And let me know the kisses of your mouth. Let me feel your embrace. Let me smell the fragrance of your touch. Let me see your love.
4: And earth is my foe
5: Of music, all of you who sing the songs of Zion, all of you who drum with drums, all of you who blow sweet instruments of music, (laughs) be filled with the power of my God. Go forth and do great exploits for your King. He has called you. Oh, and He knew you from the beginning. He foreordained that you would become sons of the Almighty, living God. God. Cry out to the Lord. Cry out to the Lord your God, cry out to the Lord, I will restore the dwellings of Judah, I will restore those of you that are timid, I will break the bondage of the fear of man off of you, saith the Lord your God, I will break the powers of darkness, some of you are are just feeling a tremendous burning sensation there's the spirit of evangelism that's all over you it's evangelistic worship worship evangelistic worship it's just burning burning upon you god is preparing a a host evangelistic sounds and melodies of heaven lord we say that we're weak lord Sing, 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 sing to the Lord your God. Sing, sing to the Lord. Release the spirit of might. The spirit of might to come upon these mighty men and women of God. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel. Release your power, Lord God. Let us not judge one another, O God. Let us love, oh Lord Give us ears to hear, oh Lord our God We need some help, bad God We need some help, real bad God Oh, we need you, 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 oh God Do you hear us, oh Lord You we need you, we need you, O oh Lord our God. We are weak, but you are strong, O oh Lord our God. We are weak, but you are strong, O oh Lord our God. We are so weak, but you are strong, O oh Lord God.
3: Yes, my Lord. Yes.
6: I've come to say today that in these days when we are killing ourselves trying to live, people still think that they can find peace of mind in pills. They try to eat their way to ecstasy, they try to drink their way to pleasure. They try to smoke their way to settled nerves. They try to puff their way to popularity and push their way to power. They try to bully their way to friendship and bum their way to world peace. But I've come today to say I know where a poor man has a chance. Where a sick man can get well, where an ignorant man can become wise, a bad man can be made good, a good man can be made better, and even a dead man can be made alive. It's in Jesus Christ. We live unto the Lord, and when we die, we die unto the Lord. Yea the great gradient for which Christ died and lived again live always is that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. Jesus Christ is Lord. Now this word Lord means having power or authority. The Great Commission is based on the claims Lord means ownership. His Lordship is based on his ownership. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Now he didn't have to put a signature in the corner of a sunrise. He's the owner. He didn't have to put a laundromark in the lapel of a meadow. He's the owner. He didn't have to carve his initials in the side of the mountain. He's the owner. He didn't have to put a brand on the cattle of a thousand hills. He's the owner. He didn't have to take out a copyright on the songs that he gives the birds to sing. He's the owner. Beyond the human level, the word Lord stands as a reverent allusion to God. Now the Orthodox Hebrew in Jesus' day is in our own. Would not even pronounce the sacred name, God, Jehovah, or Yahweh, instead, when he read the sacred and incommunicable communicable name of God, he would simply say, the Lord. Hear, O oh Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Now Christians have applied this title to Christ in the latter usage on either the human or the divine level, the title Lord, Lord is a mark of respect and implied pledge of obedience. Once Simon Peter stood before a hostile crowd and said, God has made that same Christ whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. Christ represents. The thing that God has done to redeem us. Lord represents what we ought to do because we are redeemed. Now we ought to call him owner because he possesses absolutely our lives. In him we live and move and have our being. We ought to call him owner We ought to call him Father and be obedient sons and daughters, for he's our only hope and he's our only help. God is our refuge and our strength. He's a very present help in trouble. Therefore shall not we fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high. God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh walls to cease unto the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder and burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted among the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Jesus is Lord because he came down the stairway of heaven, born in Bethlehem, hid in Egypt, brought up in Nazareth, baptized in Jordan, tempted in the wilderness. He performed miracles by the roadside. He healed multitudes without medicine and made no charges for his service. He conquered everything that came up against him. He took your sins and mine and went out on Calvary and there died. While hanging on that cross, Jesus said several things. But when the thief taunted him and said, if you be the Christ, come down from the cross and save yourself and us. To that taunt, Jesus never said a mumbling word. But the silence seemed to have said, you just wait until Sunday morning. And I'll show you show you that it's better to come up out of a grave than it is to come down from a cross. And he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulder. And he died. I mean he really died. Don't pay attention to a swoon theory. He died. War oh, he... He died until the sun refused to shine. He died until the veil in the temple was rent in twain he died until matthew said the dead got up out of the grave and walked the streets after the resurrection he died the centurion says surely this must have been the son of god i'm trying to say he died but i don't like i, I, I don't like to i don't like to stay there talking about he died Ah. I like to rush on and say he was buried in Joseph's new tomb. He was buried in a borrowed tomb. Now that used to bother me. The one who holds the waters in the hollow of his hand and meets out the heavens with a span, comprehends the dust and weighs the mountains and the scale and a hill and the balance. The one who walked on the brow of nothing, and with a gesture of his hands, words were formed. Scooped out the seas with the palm of his hand, dug deep the gorges, piled up the hills, and propped up the mountains by his will, the moon and stars leaned on his arm. Being buried in a bar at two. Well, he wasn't going to stay there long, so a bar at two was- He just went down in that grave and stayed in the grave long enough to clean it out and make it a pleasant place to wait for the resurrection. And on schedule, he got up with every form of power in the orbit of his omnipotence. Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, men, thinking that maybe one of these days his power is going to fail. They are thinking that one of these days that somebody will wrestle his power from him. Some have in mind they're going to destroy his power. Well, brother, if you're going to destroy his power, what are you going to use for power? If you try to destroy him by fire, he'll refuse to burn. If you try to destroy him by water, he'll walk on the water. If you try to destroy him by strong wind, the tempest will lick his hand and lay down at his feet. If you try to destroy him by law, you'll find no fault in him. If you try to destroy him by a seal of an empire, he'll break it. If you try to destroy him by putting him in a grave, he'll rise. If you try to destroy him by rejection or ignoring him, soon you'll hear a still small voice saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If a man will open the door, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus is the pearl from paradise. He's the gem from the glory land. He's truth's fairest jewel and his time's choicest theme. He's life's strongest cord, and his light's clearest ray. He's purity's whitest peak, he's joy's deepest tide. His name stands as a synonym for free healing, friendly help, and full salvation. His blessed name is like honey to the taste. It's like harmony to the ear. It's like health to the soul. It's like hope to the heart. He's higher than the heavens of heavens and he's holier than the holy of holies. In his birth is our significance, in his life is our example, in his cross is our redemption and in his resurrection is our hope. At his birth men came from the east and at his death men came from the west. And the east and the west met in Him. Hallelujah, the Lord God omnipotent reigning. And at His name, to His name, in His name, every knee is going to bow and every tongue to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Every knee, the young knee, every knee, the old knee, every knee, the white knee, every knee, knee, the black knee, knee, every knee, wounded knee, every knee is going to (laughs) bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, uh, many say, I've got a lot of living to do. I'll uh, accept Him as Savior and I'll acknowledge Him as Lord, uh, but I've got a lot of living to do. You don't really live until you come to Him who said, I am That you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And then some I hear praying, Lord, when I must go somewhere and crawl up in a dying bed and learn how to die, brother, who told you you were going anywhere else? And who told you you were going to have the strength or the time to crawl up in a dying bed? And who told you you had to learn how to die? You learn how to live. And as you live, so you die. But I'm not going to wait, because borderline salvation is better than being lost, but that's too dangerous to risk. That's the reason the prophet said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and he will have mercy to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. I'm not going to wait. I acknowledge him as my Lord now. The Lord is love and his love is stronger than sin, it's deeper than sorrow and it's mightier than death. The Lord is my light, the Lord is my strength, the Lord is my salvation, the Lord is my rock, the Lord is my fortress, the Lord is my deliverer, the Lord is my high tower, the Lord is my shield and my buckler, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know this old world is a wilderness of want we always wanting something a man will break his health down trying to get well and then he'll turn around spend his wealth trying to get his health back <laughs> if it isn't one thing it's another from the rocking in the cradle to the folding in the grave something is always running out if your bank account gets low then your blood pressure gets high <laughs> if you've got money your health breaks down if you've got A job your eyesight gets dim if you've got food on your table your faith gets weak if it's not your enemies bothering you it's your so-called friends if it's not your kinfolk mooching off of you it's your church folk and while you're building up over here it's falling apart over there but the lord is my shepherd i shall not want a little girl was asked to recite this verse and she said the lord is my shepherd and that's all i want they said she's wrong i said she's right the lord is my shepherd and that's all i want i shall not want for rest for he maketh me to lie down in green pastures i shall not want for refreshment for he leadeth me beside the still waters i shall not want for forgiveness for he restoreth my soul. i shall not want for guidance For he leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake i shall not want for companionship for yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i'll fear no evil for thou art with me i shall not want for comfort for thy rod and thy staff they comfort me I shall not want for sustenance or provision, for thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I shall not want for joy, for thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. I shall not want for anything in this life, for goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall not want for anything in the life to come, for I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I didn't say I'll camp a tent a tabernacle but I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'll dwell in a land where we'll never grow old. I'll dwell out there where the silence of eternity is interpreted by love. I'll dwell in the sun-kissed regions of an unclouded day. Dwell in a city that hath foundation whose building maker's God. Dwell In the house of the Lord forever, Jesus Christ is Lord.
1: You. Mm-hmm.
7: listener-supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax-deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.